Welcome to the Kitchen Witch Energy Shift Podcast, where we reimagine, re-energize, and revolutionize your kitchen experience. My name is Michelle Berry, and I'll share my witchy energy shift practices, plant-based cooking secrets, and explore the magical and mystical with you. Get ready to awaken your inner witch and step into the powerful energy of who you want to be and how you want to feel. Hello, friends. This Sunday, I'm sharing with you an audio of the workshop I did in my free Facebook group, The Kitchen Witch Energy Shift. You're welcome to join. I'm offering free workshops now through March 1st. So this Thursday, this past Thursday, I did a turmeric talk and I did an an edit for you. So um, you just get all the, I feel like the highlights of the workshop. And I also included this week a little cheat sheet, kind of a condensed two-page version of all the magic that turmeric offers us. And the second page is recipe links. I found a bunch of recipes that you can use to weave the magic of turmeric into your everyday. So I hope you enjoy this episode. And again, come visit me in the Kitchen Witch Energy Shift Facebook group, and you can um, get to meet me and some of the community and take advantage of my free workshops. Thanks for listening. Let's talk about turmeric. Um, It's such a good topic right now because my son just got the flu. He just got over the flu um, yesterday. And mom co-worker who's out with the flu today. I've been thinking for the past at least a month, if not six weeks, that I wanted to do some kind of an immunity, winter immunity boosting workshop. I've thought about this for a while and I just said, just do it. Let's just do it on turmeric. I have this giant bottle, um, a canister of turmeric. This is ridiculous. I bought this a couple of years ago and I, I this was very, really ambitious because I don't make a ton of curry and I don't cook a ton with turmeric, but in my mind, I knew it was really good for you, good for your health, your health. And I had all this intention. So I told myself, you're gonna do, you're gonna learn about turmeric, you're going to start using it. And when I saw uh, recipes for golden milk, which is like a, it's almost like a chai tea, that's what it reminds me of, uh, made with turmeric. Um, I thought that looks so delicious. Uh, I want to make it. So anything that makes you feel powerful and magical in the kitchen, I find um, I want to learn more about. Herbs are a such a concentrated form, I feel, of magic, power, potency. So many good things are compact in spices and herbs. So I'm taking an herb course. Um, and I'm really at the very beginning. So I've been making a lot of herbal teas and building my herbal tea cabinet. And um, I'm having a lot of fun with that. So I'm learning the difference between like how, what a de- decoction is and what an infusion is and all that. So let's talk about turmeric. So turmeric, it's the root of a plant. It's a flowering plant. And the plant is called curcuma longa flowering plant so it looks a lot like it's it's cousin I would say or it's in the same family this is ginger and you can see it's like it's a root and it is very similar to turmeric you can see the color difference though so this is turmeric and if we 
break it open, it's this bright orange color. And this is really powerful. This is called curcumin. It grows in India and um, Southeastern Asia in tropical and subtropical climates. And if you wanted to try to grow this for yourself, you could, but it does obviously like warm tropical conditions. And it sits on the dirt and the roots come out from the bottom and then the leaves and the stems and the, the plant and the flowers will grow at the top. So a lot like ginger. And these are two things that are used together. Um, these two spices are used together and they're super powerful on their own and also they really taste good together. You may already know this, but turmeric's really popular in Chinese medicine and in Indi the Indian Ayurvedic. So in India, Ayurvedic um, healing is more like a, a, a natural healing, very different than our medicine. They use herbs and spices um, primarily. And turmeric is, I would say, the star of Ayurvedic um, healing. The turmeric is used a lot and it's it's warm and it's spicy and of course it's this bright orange orange yellow color it it stains so i just have to be careful if you're using turmeric root or if you even using turmeric powder it could it's going to stain your hands probably could stain your clothing so it's just something to think about so you may have tasted turmeric in like Thai food or of course curry. That's one of the most popular um, places you'll see turmeric, um, I would say. And a curry is a combination of spices that includes turmeric. What makes turmeric so awesome and uh, amazing immunity booster is it is anti-inflammatory, number one, antioxidants loaded with antioxidants. The strongest one is called curcumin and it's a phytonutrient. A phytonutrient is these plant compounds, right? We find them in plants, obviously, and they're just full of these, all these natural compounds that are beneficial to the plant and beneficial to people when we eat them. And it helps promote good health. And something that I think would be beneficial if you wanted to weave it into your kitchen magic, you can use it for well, in India, let's go back a little bit. It's been used for over 4,000 years in India and in China and in Asia. And it was also, it was used, of course, as like a medicine. It was used in food. Food is your medicine. So unlike us here, like let's say in America, the United States, we don't always, can we didn't always or don't always consider food medicine, but in these cultures of you know India and China, they do think about food as medicine. So it would is, is incorporated in a lot of in a lot of the meals because of it, all of its amazing magical properties. And like I said before, it's anti-inflammatory. So if you have osteoarthritis or joint pain, it can help with that. It's also antimicrobial. <laughs> uh, it helps also with digestion and gut health. So it's really good for your, your gut health. Um, it can help with skin conditions like psoriasis and eczema. It can help fight dementia and Parkinson's disease and um, Alzheimer's. It can lower cholesterol and blood sugar, and it's really good for the liver. There's just so many benefits to it. I thought to myself, you know, when I when I first bought this ginormous container of spice, I thought, 
I'll just use it all the time. I'll make all sorts of things. I'll make tea. And I'll tell you something. One thing I did when I first got this is I put way too much in. I think I made, was making a casserole or like some kind of stew. And I probably put like a tablespoon in and it completely ruined the whole entire meal. I literally, I had to throw that out. I mean, it, turmeric can be very pugnant and overpowering. So I would caution you to use a little bit. When my son got sick the other night, I made him like a turmeric ginger tea, like, and then I turned it into this golden milk, right? So basically it's um, water with, I used turmeric root. So I took this root and if you have a microplaner, a pot of water over the stove and I, um, I microplaned some, I probably a good inch, you know, use your discretion. As a kitchen witch, you've got to experiment. You really have to, you know, act like, you know, a scientist. So what you would do is start small. So we just create like, um, I would say like a bit, like an inch and you can always add water. What's nice about making an infusion or a tea over the stove is if it gets too potent, you could always water it down. And then when I was making that, I grated the turmeric in, and then I also grated about the same amount of ginger, and I put a cinnamon stick in. You wanna add black pepper. I don't think people exactly know why black pepper and turmeric together create even a higher boost of immunity and good good things. I don't know if the scientists have figured out why they do work together like that so well and why black pepper increases the potency and the benefits of turmeric, but it does. So you could use the ground pepper. And then I have um, whole peppercorns. You can put whole peppercorns in your infusion or your tea or your golden milk. Someone here recommended on the internet that they pre, they put their pepper with their turmeric. They pre-mixed them. So it was always, the pepper was always with the turmeric. So they created like, they took a little jar. Like I could do that with this. I could take some out and then put black pepper in it. So it always, they're always together. So I don't have to think about it. And it, I brought it to a boil. So that's what you do. You want to bring it to a boil and then you turn it down to a simmer. It's supposed to simmer for about 20 minutes and then you can decide if you want to sweeten it with honey, but you want to wait to put the honey in after it's kind of like off the heat. Because as you probably also know that if you overcook or overboil spices and herbs, you can it can they can lose some of their volatile um, beneficial oils, like an essential oil, right? If you, if you boil honey or if you microwave honey, if you overcook certain spices and herbs and um, healthy foods, you can kill good things in it. So you just want to be mindful. Let's say you're making a peppermint leaf tea. That doesn't have to be boiled down because it's a leaf and it's delicate. Like even if you were doing chamomile, think about delicate above the earth plant matter, like stems and leaves and flowers and petals and all that. That would just be lightly simmered, not boiled, because they're delicate. But if you're working with roots, this is root, this is cinnamon bark, right? A bark, berries, something that's more tenacious, something that's clearly more hardy, 
you can bring that to a boil and then turn it down to a simmer. And then keep the cover on it while it's simmering so it can lock in all the good stuff. These type of infusions are called decoctions because like I said, they're more tenacious. You can, they're tougher. They can take a higher boiling point in order to extract a lot of the good stuff out of it, you have to like increase the heat and let it come to a like a good simmer. The other thing about some roots and barks and twigs that you uh, will, if you choose to, create a tea or a decoction from, um, you can reuse cinnamon sticks, um, things like that. You can get a couple of batches out of you know that one. Um, say, um, knob of ginger or one, I'm trying to think of other types of uh, roots and things that you could create two batches from. I can't right now. But we, see, we have, we're talking about roots. Oh, dandelion root. So dandelion root is, um, you've probably heard of that too. Very, very popular in herbal teas. And anything like that that's a root, you can maybe get two batches out of it versus if you're um, making tea out of peppermint leaves, you're probably only going to get one really nice tea out of one batch. So I'm going to keep myself moving along. You can use turmeric in the powdered form, which is most popular. You can use it in the root form. Use black pepper with it to increase its benefits. And you, these spices are well paired with turmeric. Ginger, like cardamom, cinnamon, clove, coriander, honey, and lemon. If you are you know, doing your kitchen witchery and you're crafting, you're making things in the kitchen, think about adding some of those herbs and spices. So we talked about teas. A tea is basically an infusion. And what's nice about really spending time in your kitchen and spending time experimenting with herbs and spices and roots and things like that and berries even is you can do your own alchemy, right? You can, you're using fire, you're using water. I consider this earth element, right? And air, of course, like all the air in the room. So think about too, um, if you really wanna bring more magic into your cooking, think you really are using all the elements and the closer you can get to the real food. And don't worry, if you only have like powdered spice, the way you can tell Powder spice is just as good as the fresh stuff. But if the date's gone by and you think like, all right, I'm just gonna look at the date and I'm gonna throw it out because it's beyond its date. Before you do that, you might wanna, first of all, use all your senses. This is another part of witchery and kitchen witchery is using your senses. You wanna look at the color. So once you get to know your, your herbs and spices and You'll know, like if you if you picked up ginger from the grocery store, this ginger root, and it was like it was like wrinkly and um, soft, and you know you'd be like, ah, that's not good. You used your senses, you used your eyes, you felt it, you used your hands. Um, you can obviously like obviously smell it. But what I've discovered is with your with your teas and your spices and all that, just you you know smell it. So if you if it's still giving you that like, oh, I can still smell it. Like that still has power, magic, potency. Don't throw it away. Don't throw it away. It's keep using it. Learning to use your own senses to create your own magical brews. I'm a huge herbal tea drinker. I could drink pots and pots of herbal tea. 
But I used to be somebody who's like stay in the lines. I would read a recipe and be like, follow that recipe to the T. I would never go out of the lines. That has all changed. Like I, I don't know what was going on in my head, but being the scientist, being the alchemist, being the adventurer, being being excited. And you know what the word is? It's curious. You want to be curious. You want to, you want to, don't worry if you ruin something, you just make another batch. Just play with your food. Play with your food in the most um, inquisitive way, because that's the most fun, I feel. I'm still learning about food, and I probably will until my last day here on Earth. And I think that's what makes kitchen magic so intriguing. And the other thing about what makes kitchen magic so intriguing, we're just talking about turmeric tonight, and I could literally talk to you for another hour about it. But um, what makes it so amazing is you're also nourishing your body. You're nourishing yourself. You're being good to yourself. You're nourishing yourself. You're giving yourself power. Not only power of knowing how to nourish yourself, but just all these all those fight all these phytonutrients and antioxidants are getting into your body and helping you. All right. So let's let me tell you how you can use turmeric cuz you might have it in your draw and it's probably pushed in the back or you stay away from it. Maybe you're a little nervous. Same as me. I get I get buy things and then I push them into the back of the cabinet because I'm just not sure what to do. A fear of failure or something like that. So, you can put a little bit in your smoothies, right? You could make dressings from this, and I'll follow up with recipes for you. Think about using turmeric in savory meals, like rice pilaf, right? Or stews or curries. I never grew up eating curry. I didn't even know what curry was. I never had Indian food. I didn't know. That's what's exciting about cooking, too, and experimenting. There's so many flavor combinations. Um, as a plant-based eater, I'm coming on seven years. I'm never bored, never, ever bored. Like, if you told me 10 years ago I was going to be all plant-based, I would not believe you for one second. Um, by going all plant-based, I've really spent a lot of focus on making food taste good. And um, I haven't even scratched the surface. And that's why I get really excited about um, talking about food, food, food. I love scrambled tofu. So I would put a little turmeric in, uh, yeah, turmeric in the tofu and it will change the color so it's gonna look like eggs too. Not that I care about that, but you could also put some in your roasted vegetables. So think about just, I'm telling you, just go light though, just go a little bit until you get a taste for it and decide like how much you like. Jasmine rice or any kind of rice, lentils, noodles, soups. How about mashed potatoes or mashed cauliflower? A little bit of turmeric in that. You can saute it with um, spinach, kale, or any kind of greens. Chickpea salad. And what about potato salad? Vegan cardamom turmeric cake. If you're really feeling adventurous and you want to make a dessert with turmeric. I was thinking, like, why couldn't I make like a breakfast oatmeal custardy type thing for breakfast? Stay tuned for that. You know, use your intuition. Use your creativity and play with creating a basic first and then just adding to it. So there's also a turmeric paste. The turmeric paste is basically this, super easy. It's one fourth cup of turmeric powder, 
in one half cup of water. So you bring it to a boil and what happens is it thickens, it thickens, it thickens. And then once it's thickened, you take it off the stove and let it cool. And then you can put your, your honey in it, your cinnamon and give it a stir. And now you've got this paste in a jar that you put in the refrigerator. You can keep it there. You can add maybe a little ginger. Oh yes, and don't forget the pepper. And then when you're ready to make yourself a cup of golden milk, you just take a, hold please, one teaspoon of the paste and um, one cup of oat milk, almond milk, or coconut milk. You can put it in a blender for a frothy, frothy drink. You can make like an iced turmeric chai. That sounds really good. Or you could um, heat it up over the stove for something warm, either way. The color of turmeric is this bright, vibrant orange-yellow. If we want to talk about vibrations of food color, you know, think of the color orange. When you think about um, yellow and orange, you're thinking like the sun, vibrancy, vitality, right? It goes so well with turmeric because there's a lot of vitality inside the turmeric. But when you're cooking and preparing with whole foods, what I've found exciting is connecting with the color of foods. There's nothing like a whole food cutting into a red pepper or a purple potato or a purple cabbage like all day. That if you are present with your cooking and looking at the food while you're preparing it, making a connection, I really believe, and I've said it many times before, it's in my course, I talk about it. I think there's a a consciousness that's in you that you're kind of unaware of and a consciousness in plants. And I think they connect. That's what I've discovered in the kitchen. I will kind of fall away from my body. I don't even know when I'm in like a trance cooking. I just feel like the food, real whole food of the plant is talking to some intelligence within me, like plant intelligence and your intelligence. They, they talk and they, they work in harmony and they do this synergy thing. I was watching something the other night about how the star, the sun is a big star and it feeds us. And that got me really excited because that's such a big picture thing, thinking like, like a star made this, a star made us, the sun, if we didn't have the sun, the sun is the biggest star. It feeds all the plants, it feeds us. Without it, we would not be. Think about that. That's magic. Like to me, it's like mind boggling. Anyways, that's why I believe I, that's why I know we all are magic. We're here. No matter what you think about yourself, I'll tell you that you're magic. You like, you literally are living and breathing on a big rock and a star feeds us. It's pretty wild. All right. I'm going to come back to earth. That is a wrap on turmeric. I thank you for sticking with me on the technical difficulties. And again, I apologize because I will figure out how to do Zoom so we can talk more. I, I kind of like the um, hanging out aspect. I like the seeing people's faces and I like people talking and sharing. So I will figure this out. We will get there. And um, if you have any suggestions on the next topic you want to talk about, let me know. I would, I would love it. I'd love to meet on Thursday nights. Um, I might do a weekend. I like doing like Saturday afternoon or Sunday morning kind of over coffee. So, uh, that's something I'll roll out to this winter. And, um, I'm so, um, excited for the more, more cooking and more talking kitchen witchery. Remember no matter what, 
what level of cook you are, you you are a self-anointed kitchen witch because once you get in that kitchen and start creating and start playing and exploring and alchemizing with the elements that is the food, um, you are, you know, creating magic. So have a wonderful evening and I will absolutely follow up with you. I'll pull all this together in, in a small, easy to digest, um, either like one or two page um, cheat sheet for you so you can uh, take that turmeric out of the spice straw. Or maybe you get um, adventuresome and go to the store and get yourself a turmeric root. Thanks so much. Have a great rest of your week. Bye everybody.